Hey there, friends. Welcome back to the Mindset Management Podcast. I hope you're good and having a really good day. I've had a couple of DMs with people about how they couldn't be self-employed because they wouldn't be productive and they just feel like they wouldn't get anything done. So I've done a little bit of a poll, a little bit of a poll. I've done a poll on Instagram um, if this topic would have been something that you guys would like me to talk about. And it was 100% yes. So today, what I'm going to do is I'm going to share three tips with you on how to stay productive when you're self-employed. Hello, I'm your host, Stephanie Whitecross, and welcome to the Mindset Management Podcast. I'm a mum, wife, online business owner, content creator, and founder of the Mindset Management Podcast. Everyone's journey to a successful business or a healthy money mindset is different, but mindset is 90% of that journey. With mindset being everything and starting your first online business or a side hustle, which is quite a ride. So I'm super glad you're here. I'm going to be sharing tips, freebies, golden nuggets, interviews with inspiring women to help you launch your first online business whilst taking care of your mindset. We're going to work together to help you achieve your version of freedom every single Tuesday. So friend, without further ado, let's jump in. Okay, so productivity can be so hard when you first start out in business. I think for most part, I really feel like it either goes kind of one of two ways. You're either super motivated, you're working every single hour under the sun, and you have no boundaries between your home and your work life, or it's the opposite, and you get distracted by housework, going for a walk, maybe shopping, taking a nap, even like binging your favorite new show. And I have definitely had moments of this in the past, but it really is possible to focus on how to get that balance. Because one thing I do want to point out is I think a lot of people think when you're working from home, you should be working solid the whole day. If you're running your own business, you should be working a solid whole day the same way that you would if you were still working for someone else. But I imagine part of you wanting to work for yourself was actually about more flexibility. So I've got your friend, I'm going to share with you what has worked for me personally. And when I speak to other women who run their businesses and kind of what they do, and there's definitely some similarities in what we do. So my first tip is probably going to be my biggest one. And it's calendar blocking. I used calendar blocking when I was working full time in my old role and I still use it now in my business. It helps me stay focused and dedicate a certain amount of time to a particular task. I still see and hear so many people work off to-do lists and they're absolutely fine to use kind of in the first instance. So if you need to kind of think about what you need to do, you write them all down. But then what you should be doing is looking at that list and then allocating the right amount of time in your calendar to focus on those tasks. So An example would be on Fridays, that is my content and my podcast recording day, so it's Friday today, and I block out time in my diary and I work out how long it would take me to maybe record between two to three episodes so that if I'm busy with something else, I'm going away, or if I get sick, I don't have to worry about the show because it's already recorded. So I know how long it takes for me to record So I'm able to block out that amount of time that I know it's going to take me to record that amount of episodes, edit the episode and get it scheduled. Then what I would basically do is then I pop in some time to maybe go for a walk where I get to listen to a podcast or I run some errands and then I block out my next lot of like content creation in the afternoon. I block out some email time or a little bit of research time. I just find that this really helps kind of keep me focused. I have time away from my desk and I get to kind of do the things that I need to do 
And then I still feel like I've really achieved something. I feel like if you're someone who can't do three hours of constant work, then break it up. Maybe after an hour and a half, you put in that you'll have a 10 minute break. You do some laundry, you go more to the plants in the garden, you make a smoothie. Whatever it is that you feel would help you, you then go back and maybe have a different task that kind of keeps you motivated. So maybe you don't go back and do the same thing. You do something different that's on your list of things to do that you've allocated that time. So I think you need to figure out how your dream work day would look like and you need to block out that time in your calendar and you need to stick to it. Don't go off on a tangent, focus and complete the task in front of you. I know this can be really hard. I always used to say this to my old team about like, never have too many tabs open. You know, if an email pops up and you get that little alert in the bottom corner, just ignore it. If you're working on something particular, you stay focused. That email, it can wait an hour, it can wait a couple of hours. It's really not the end of the world if you can't answer that email immediately. So just figure out what's your working style, what would your dream workout day, um, work day, workout day, work day look like, and then start calendar blocking. And I always used to say, let your calendar dictate your day. Once you've put it all in there, you've released having to remember all the things you need to do. You're not looking at a list thinking, oh, I'm not getting through any of this. I'm not ticking it off. And that's because certain tasks might take a few hours some tasks might only take half an hour. If you're not actually working out the amount of time you need to spend on each task during a day, you're not going to achieve it. And then you're not going to get that feeling of satisfaction or being in control of your day. I'm just jumping in here, friend, to tell you about my free five email roadmap to creating your own digital course. If you want to put your knowledge and experience into a digital course to create passive income, then grab these five emails that will turn that knowledge into a profitable online course. You'll get one email a day for five days. Each day will give you the next step of the roadmap. By the end, you'll have all the resources and training to create your own digital course. And as a bonus, if you read all five, you'll get a checklist on the sixth day just to make sure you've got everything everything covered. If you want to grab these five emails, pop your name and email into the link that's provided in the show notes and wait for them to drop in your mailbox. Now back to the episode. My next tip is to remove anything and everything that will distract you. So make sure that your working space kind of creates a productive environment. So if it means turning everything off and it's just you and your laptop, then do that. If it's taking your laptop to Starbucks or a really cute hotel or a cafe where you can't be distracted, then go for it. I sometimes go to a little high-end hotel for the morning. It kind of helps me get into the kind of money manifestation mindset, being somewhere high-end and expensive. So if you're working at home, if working from home basically is going to be too distracting, then go somewhere else. When I'm when I'm home and I, I know I need to be home the whole day to work, if I'm like recording, for instance, or creating content, then I put maybe on some chilled out music in the background. I put on a candle so the room smells really good and it kind of helps me stay in that zone. Your environment is super important and you need to make sure that it's supporting you to do your work. If you want to keep your living room free and you want to keep that as your relaxation space, then don't work in it. If you have a space that you are able to dedicate an office to, or maybe even a spare room to kind of put a desk, then invest in a really cute desk and make it a place that inspires you. Maybe add a little quote in like a picture frame, or maybe have your vision board hung up. Just make that space that you're working on your business a place that you feel productive, that you feel comfortable, that works for you. And I fully understand not everyone has that space in their house, which is why sometimes going to like a cute little cafe, going to Starbucks, going to a cute hotel, whatever it might be that you need to do to make that work happen, 
you need to do it. So once you've figured out what your dream kind of work day would look like, it's then about creating that perfect work environment or close to per- perfect work environment that you can do. My third tip would be to speak to those friends and family members who know about your business, who you know that maybe they're on maternity leave or maybe they're part-time, maybe family members that are retired, let them know that when you're working on your business, you are working and for them to treat it as if you're working for an employer. So if if they want to hang out for the day, remember that you're working and they need to support you. So maybe if you go out for a lunch break with them, that's fine. Or maybe it's a workout class that a friend wants to do, then that's a really good idea. Then block out that time in your calendar. And as soon as that's finished, you then come back to work. Being flexible is what only your business is all about. But in the early days, you really do need to dedicate that time and effort. And it's not going to get off the ground if you're hanging out with your friends or family members all day. So you need to really stay focused on your dreams, your goals and your aspirations. And it will 1000% happen. But that work needs to be put in and your friends and family need to recognize this and support this. I think quite often a lot of people when they're like working from home or they're running their business, People think, oh, well, you've got time to do it because you're at home. So you can come and just hang out with me. That is not the case. They need to treat the work that you're doing the same way that they would treat you as if you were working for somebody else. They wouldn't come and ask you to go to a workout class or hang out for the day if they knew that you were going into an office to work for someone for the next eight to nine hours. So it needs to be treated the same. So it's just letting your friends know this. But again, it's trying to be a little bit flexible so that you are starting to work and create that working environment that you are aiming for. So definitely still see them, definitely go out to those workout classes or go for a walk or have a lunch break with them. If you've got friends that work from home and they need to also get out and have a lunch break, then go and do that. That's great. That's part of owning your own business and being flexible. It's just about making sure, particularly in the early days, that you are the balance isn't being tipped in having a lots of social side of things because obviously you need to start making money in your business so I really hope you find those tips really helpful I'd love to know what you do to stay kind of motivated so definitely send me a dm at course creation method let's chat I've been loving chatting with so many of you recently it's been so lovely people all sharing different side hustle ideas some people that are in um a certain situation with their current job they're absolutely hating their current job and they're thinking about leaving and they've set their date of when they're going to leave so yeah i just love speaking with all of you so definitely come over and message me um, thank you for listening as always it always means the world to me and i cannot wait to chat with you next tuesday <laughs>